What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Kia Casey. And welcome to another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Now, don't forget, there's about six weeks left to order our book, Real Life, Real Love, right? If you're in a relationship, you're single, uh, there's things that's going bad in your relationship, or maybe things going good. Definitely pre-order the book because you can see all about our relationship. We talk about everything, what we've been through, how we met, how we held this thing together for 27 years, married 21, from insecurities to forgiveness to right fighting. You name it, we talk about it. So please pre-order the book. And the reason we're telling you to pre-order the book is because everything that's going on in the world, they're having a shortage of everything. So there's not going to be as many books available when it comes out. So if you pre-order it, you get your book ASAP, all right? Yes. So now this next podcast that we're about to get into, I wasn't there for this podcast. They kicked me out. They didn't want me there. You didn't want to be there. Stop lying. And I didn't want he to be there. He said there was too much estrogen in the room for him. Way too much. So <laughs> let's get into that podcast. It's Gia and her girls. Check it out. What up, y'all? It's Big Body Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. I have brought my gang, 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 gang? with me today. <laughs> we are at Mercedes' new crib that we've told you guys Ooh, about. Yeah, so we kind of wanted to show it off. <laughs> we decided that we were going to do a pajama party. And yes. I said, you know what? Why don't we make a portion of it an episode of the podcast? So you're going to catch an earful of us just talking the way we typically would at a little pajama jam. So listen up and catch these little tidbits. So I'm glad that you guys are here. First, I'm going to start by introducing everyone from this end. This is my friend, Heather. You guys already know Ben. <laughs> this is Chilka. She has been on a previous podcast. This is my beautiful oh, daughter, wow. Madison. Oh, that you guys never met. That you guys have never met. Um, I'm just proud because I made her. This is Ingrid, which if you guys watched a couple of podcasts before, you guys know. And this is Will. Will is my children's godmother. So, we're going to Uh-oh. start Uh-oh. by talking about everyone's relationship status mm-hmm. so that as we get into this conversation, you will know kind of where their love life lies. So Heather is currently single. Single. Single, single? Single. So. Single. <laughs> 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 Ew. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I like that she said that. Because yes, and so single by choice. That doesn't mean there's any shortage of suitors and situations. Yes. But um, I'm single. I am not betrothed to anybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so today I'm calling Heather, I got this. Yes. And I'm calling her, I got this, because she is a very empowered woman who, as you guys will hear later, takes her life into her own hands and makes her own decisions without a man having to be a part of it. 
Hello, hello. That, can I? That introduction I was like, actually nice. I was saying, and since she, she didn't call me gorgeous, beautiful, pretty yes. like she did, and I didn't that. And she made up for that. She made up for that. I'm neutral. I didn't make you. I, I, didn't, I didn't make you. Okay. Then we have Benz, who is, let's just say she's in a. Long distance situationship. Oh, God. Right? <laughs> something like that. Okay. Something like that. Then we have Chilka, who is married with two beautiful babies. And I think we'll call Chilka, I give, but I don't get. Mm. Mm. Hit right here. <laughs> 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 <That's> <laughs> and, and that's not even necessarily... In her marriage, it is more so just in life. Because anyone who follows Chilka on Instagram can rely on their daily dose in her story of some type of meme that insinuates that she's giving more than she gets. That's that's facts. (laughs) Then there is my daughter, Hmm. who is a student at NYU. And let's call her, for today's intended purposes, a student of life. Yes. Because she's obviously the best life. life. The baby in the group. So she'll take our stories as her own personal cautionary tales. (laughs) (laughs) What not to do. (laughs) More what not to do, less what to do. Right? Okay. (laughs) Then we have Ingrid, who, since the last time that she has visited and blessed your TV screens or AirPods, has done. She hasn't quite done a 360, but her situation has improved. So we'll call her the 180. Hey, <laughs> hey we take that. Okay. And then Will. Will is married, <laughs> but her husband is abroad in Abuja, Abuja. Africa. Hey, hey, yes. Hey. And he's having trouble getting over here, which we can talk about. So we'll call her... Long distance keen. That is not what we just said. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just came up with that. I just came up with that. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was abroad. <laughs> Um, I can't. <laughs> or we could call you dying for some. A or B. A or B. Does this make it to Africa? Will this make it to Africa? Yes. Africa has YouTube. Damn YouTube. Africa has YouTube, right? Yes. Just listen to about it. Definitely listening in Africa. I'm not doing my job. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be married after this. <laughs> you will. Stop it. Well, you, you're hold on, hold on. Like you will. 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 You will. You will. 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 It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Okay. So, since we have Maddie here, I kind of want to start by talking about the thing that the single ladies in oh, this group are single. talking about in our own <laughs> private conversations. And Madison, I kind of want to start with this because we talk about this when we chit chat and we talk about this when we chit chat all the time. 
I want to know why everyone here thinks that in today's day and age, it's so difficult to find what we all kind of broadly call a good man. (laughs) Rashawn and I have talked about this on the podcast. Benz, you and I have talked about it. And we all have our own views. Yeah. But since it's the group of us, I kind of want to know what everybody else thinks. I'm glad you said a good man. A good yeah. man. Because a man is the easiest thing to find. Yes. yes. That's the fact. But it goes with, I think, it, right now, right before, you had to make more of an effort, right? Like, there wasn't internet. The man did. Yeah. The man the had man to make more of an effort. Right. Mm-hmm. Now so we just... To rule a woman or to get her attention, they had to work harder, mm-hmm. right? Where here, it's more like swiping and liking and throwing little tidbits You can know all about a man. Right. And, and from his Instagram. Because right. if I see something from 105 weeks ago. Right. There was more of a mystery back then, <laughs> right. right? For us. <laughs> and we had it. to actually work hard for it mm-hmm. yeah. both ways. Yeah. And so, like, you get to know the person personally versus what their Instagram story is. Because mm-hmm. Maddie, I know you you do Snapchat. And that's a way of y'all communicating, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, tell us about that because I don't even understand no, they, that. No, they, they snap away. They snap, right. but they snap I weird snap pictures. Snapchat anymore. <laughs> but... <laughs> but with Snapchat, it's not a lot of communication. It's more so just thank you. <laughs> um, it's more so just sending pictures back and forth, and in that you're having just short, quick conversations. What's up? What are you doing? But it's nothing deep or personal, and you can't get to know somebody by asking them every day, "What's up? What are you doing?" But the twenty-year-old would do that, and the thirty-six-year-old does that too. So there's really no difference. Snapping. Well, not snapping, but what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the W-Y-D. Hey, they don't even type it out. It's just W-Y-D. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't snap I because it would go away. And I'm like, yeah. what was we talking about? I didn't try to do anything about it. Like, I'm doing, oh, just, I'm home by myself, relaxing. End of conversation. Oh, okay. Right. That's it. That's, why do you care? That's it. Why, and that's it. Exactly. Why are you asking? That's what I'm saying. Why, yeah. what are you doing if you don't give a shit what I'm doing? Yeah. It's kind of just like ticking a box. Like, yeah. I need to, to reach check out yes. to her today, so I'm just going to check in. Right. The check-in. How do how do boys communicate now? Is it FaceTime? Like, if it's not Snap, what is it? FaceTime? Is it texting? texting. Just, like, texting and FaceTime sometimes, like, if you're actually kind of close to the person, but mm-hmm. mainly just, like, texting. Do you find that boys your age court now? What? No. But you know why? Like, what is that, right? From the moment, the big brother, the cousins, the, uncles. the daddies, and the yep. uncles. Mm-hmm. So if the big man ain't doing it, these then little boys ain't little doing it. Probably not the daddy, daddy but maybe the, the young, young uncle. uncle. Yeah. The brother, the cousin. The brother, the cousin. There's a couple daddies, but not all daddies. Some of their dads is 36. Well, that means that they didn't learn anything. No, they don't know. There's none of that. So, Or they do it in the beginning. What is your expectation? I have very high expectations because I see how dad treats you and how you and daddy's relationship is. I don't want anything that's not that. And so many kids my age 
or around my age, they are nothing like that. Because I think that so many girls my age are willing to settle for a guy that doesn't treat them right. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for men to give the bare minimum and still receive. She's speaking to my soul. That's literally what's going on. So... How do you find the strength to not find yourself in those situations, though? I know what your example is, but how do you still find the strength? Because a lot of us have examples Mm -hmm. of things that we would like to achieve, but don't have what it takes, don't have the wherewithal to do it. An easier word would be the willpower, because it's kind of like, you know, your man hangs up on you bangs on you. You call him back. And you sitting there like, I'm not calling back. You sitting there like, <laughs> staring at your <laughs> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Is he going through a bad area? <laughs> we make, why do we make excuses? We make excuses. You make excuses for everything. And when you dismiss all, all of the excuses, what do you do? You pick up the phone and call, and him, call back. him back. You don't answer? Oh, he's probably trying to call me, me back. So hold on. Let me, let me wait a second. Let me wait a second. Let me wait a second. Why do you play that game? Right. I don't know why we do it. We do it. You guys need the mic. I said, but why do we accept that? And why do we do that? Because we want a response out of that person. And we want that love from that person. But we just, we're not getting it. Well, I love the question that you asked her, though. Because I feel like I'm slightly a product of that. Fast forward. Come on, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I had the most amazing parents that really, truly loved each other. That raised us in a family of just our nuclear family. I had great examples of aunts and uncles that all were married and best friends whose parents were married and grew up in a community. So then fast forward, I moved to the big cities and I go to work and then I'm looking for this existing within my dating life. And it's just not, some pieces not hitting. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, so I'll wait. And I have a mindset, like I got this. I have a mindset. I will wait forever Mm -hmm. before I settle. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about willpower is finding that home and that peace and that everything in yourself so that you're like, if that means I never find that in a mate or a partner that gets to that standard and it's not money and it's not looks, it's not, but if I never get that other piece of it, then it's okay. Cause we're whole here, Ooh. but it's hard because you think like, I want that. My parents had that. Why would I not have that? So I had this conversation with my friend a few weeks ago. I think, like, with me, me growing up, right? Not growing up, but as I got to the age of marriage and so that, not only just my culture, but in general, I feel like society set us up, right? Like, back then. So you got done with school. You, it's time to get married, have kids, do that whole dream relationship world, what society wants you to do. So I feel like now... There's not that pressure anymore, right? People are chasing the happiness. They're not settling. They're chasing their own personal the happiness. Mm-hmm. Or the bad. Or like just living their best lives, right? So Hold they're on. not... Leave it up to Ben's to be like, the what a bag. <laughs> what a bag. The check. That check. But that's your happiness right now, right? So there's not a societal expectation that you're falling for where I'm like, I totally got set up by society. Like I fell mm-hmm. for it. I fell for the trap. And now I'm here. Mm-hmm. Or you we just I mean? kind of career, like 
we right. put our head down and was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. Gonna, this ain't clicking. Well, let's that's going to click. Right. <laughs> because right. something got to click. Right. You click and clack. The math ain't mathing. You guys have to talk into the mics. You guys have to talk into the mics. You guys have to talk into the mics. Yeah. That were potentially given to, like, but I don't even think it's society. Did, did you stay in your hometown? No, I I feel like that's how I escaped it. I, I left 100%. my hometown. If I had stayed in my hometown, I'd have been yeah. married on my second or third marriage. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> second or third. But I also feel like leaving my hometown, like I tell my friends all the time, you're not going to find people that are still living where they went to middle school, high school, grew up in, they're not going to find their person if they haven't already. If they are, yeah. like they have to move out, branch out, and find that person somewhere else. Yeah. So, Chilka, you said, here for you what is here that i'm here mm-hmm. after all societal pressures mm-hmm. um i mean did i see myself in jersey i mean my plan was to be in new york for a little bit move to atlanta and then i met my husband moved to jersey did i do do i think if i didn't have the pressures would i have gotten married at the time i did maybe not Mm-hmm. Would I have kind of waited a little bit longer, really kind of done me first before I got married? Probably. Mm-hmm. But not only did I have the side pressures, I also had the cultural pressures, right? So in my culture, you know, you go to school, you get married by a certain age, you have kids by a certain age. So on top of all of that, plus you had societal at that time, and I'm, I'm 40, I will say it. <laughs> you did. So I sure did. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think if I hadn't kind of gone with what everybody else wanted, I may wait a couple more years, done what I wanted to do. And it's kind of, you know, do you have time. regret and or resentment? No, I don't. Um, I don't. Disappointment. That's a hard emotion for me. And we've talked about this recently, mm-hmm. how that's the one emotion I don't know how to process. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think, and I actually did this poll on my Instagram maybe like a year ago and the responses I got, I was like, oh wow, like I'm not the only one. Do I think I married my soulmate? No. Um, you know this is public, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're like in a public domain. <laughs> but I guarantee okay. you if you ask like half of your friends, they're in love. They're, they love their partner. They're in love with their partner. They have the great life with their partner. They see their future and how they're going to raise their family and their, you know, their future plans align. But do I think I married my soulmate? No. Do you think he's still out there? Do you believe in soulmates? I do. But I also believe the soulmates don't have to be like your physical, like your partner, right? Like it doesn't be your husband or like like your soulmate. It could be your friend or your daughter or your friend. It could be Mm-hmm. Vince, push that back before it ends up on your beautiful new room. You're right. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like I, feel like I, I have friends that I consider soulmates for sure. Like, you do. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right? And now, like, with everybody using the word energy and, you know, vibes and all that stuff, like, it's everything's about energies, right? It's true. Um, I feel like, like, even now, like, I'm closer to people that I met a year ago mm-hmm. versus people I've known 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think there's people in my life for a reason and they're sticking around for a reason mm-hmm. versus other people that are now exiting. 
That connection thing, though, I'm like yeah. slightly over people saying that. What? We just had a connection, like especially the younger. <laughs> okay, people. first of all, I said that. <laughs> I, I recently oh, God, said wait, wait, wait. that. Hold on. She said that over the crew dighty. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the crudite now that I know on her counter that she so graciously provided us with before we started tonight. Right, and it's not right, and he's really crazy and treats me really bad, but we have a connection. It's just so deep in a friendship. So you're saying that connections are overrated. Let's break it down. It's infatuation. Break it down, Heather. Wait, what? Break it down, Heather. It's infatuation. It's lust. It's it can it can be obsession. It can be attraction. It can be need neediness. Desperation. Desperation. It can be a whole list of things that people have. It can be old fucking bullshit ass patterns. Your traumas attaching to someone else's traumas. And now it's me just to have the best connection. But girl, he went upside your head, like you know, or whatever it is. It's like, and I have. Too many friends staying in too many situations and using, and a lot of them are new too. And you're, you talk about this connection. Okay, well, there ain't no connection if there ain't no respect. Oh, mm-hmm. you, I cannot, my energy cannot connect. But where, it does. Where there is no respect. <laughs> but, but I know, right? Right? Ingrid. But, okay, hold on. But it does. You can have lust. Yes. No, you we can, can be have attraction. No, but you, you can love him down. But there, for me, for me. There cannot be a connection where there is no respect. That's no, but and, and my we know that we know that mentally, physically, spiritually, but we're all we're all want what things. we want right. when we want right. it. Right. But do we and feel like that the word clock. connection gives you a pass to take bad behavior? I don't no, think I understand the word connection. So you no, said yeah. they're comfortable with right. like in their mind they right. understand it. Right. But it's not always mm-hmm. a correct definition of it so you right? think it's the misuse of the word yes and the slutting out of the word well that could be yeah. any of the words that can be love that could be fair how, you know how you feel That's about anything, anything but you're feeling very very defensive about the word i mean we overuse love and like and because the connection like you do feel <laughs> I did. I was like, okay, that's enough. She was like, but I will not. I I will not. Meanwhile, meanwhile, there's people watching this are like, first of all, I disrespected you, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And you still dated me. I'm like, I broke. That's the thing, but it's true because when is enough enough, right? You said that before. We we learn, but do we really learn? Like she lying. Hold on, did Heather just say that there's mother truckers out there yes. that are watching her right now talking That's about good. I no, disrespected man. you, ho. In the comments, they in the comments right now. But, Heather, they can't but, type fights enough. But you got they all this talk they right comment. now. There might be like six men with the hands. <laughs> or the eyes. Or the eyes. Heather, is that you? <laughs> I, but I, listen, nobody. <laughs> we all, we grow. We grow. You I know the eye look. We I grow, grew. but do we really grow? Because we being Wait, Who is her? So wait a minute. Who is <laughs> Give the mic back to Will. I want to ask a question. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. So, Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Watch how I do this. Watch how I do this. Uh, there was a 
connection wow. between something that Heather said oh. and something that Will I said. Heather is basically saying that women are now prone to make excuses for <laughs> men for a myriad of reasons. <laughs> excuses, uh, I mean, need, <laughs> um, desire, lust, infatuation, blah, blah, blah. Earlier, Will was saying that we settle. Oof. And why do we settle? You both are saying very comparable things. Right. Mm-hmm. So why do you think that women are so likely to settle and men aren't? Why do you think we're the ones that are calling back when we get banged on? Why are we the ones that are taking disrespect when the man isn't receiving disrespect. Why do you think that we're always the ones with the short end of the stick? Why are we so low on the totem pole? Because we're trying to catch up to everyone else. Everyone's in a relationship. So you want to be just like that other person. But everyone is not in a relationship. Correct. Right now. But you look around (laughs) and you see all your friends. For me, I'm in my 40s as well. And I was always looking around like, oh, she's married. She has kids. And I'm still in the same situation. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? Like, I have a couple of friends who are in their 40s. Why am I not in that same situation where I'm getting married? Everyone decided, okay, right after school, I'm either going to marry the person I was dating in school. I'm going to go back home and marry someone that I used to know just because there's the final pressures. The pressures. I think it goes from your families or from whoever. Like. If, or um, they're like also wanting at that time for us. Family. Culture Correct. of this generation. Right. 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 That's true. So even when I met my husband, <laughs> who was my husband at the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and right. I was I was 40 when I, I met my husband, he said, wait a minute, you've never been married? You have no kids? Like, what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> what's wrong with you? Or, Why do you always say what's wrong with us? Yeah, they either say what's wrong with you or... Jesus. You know, it's the idea that if you were so amazing, someone would have snatched you up already. Correct. Correct. Let's so, just call it what it is. They go right when, to, people, they say that. when men say that, that is what it means. Like, how so are you wrong still with you. single? You got a dose of crazy in you. That I'm like, oh, you're being dumb. Should we but, talk about something? But these was a single too. What, the men? Right. But that's, but and, and hold on, know. I'm going to be honest, no. but that no. is nine times out of ten. By choice. By choice. By choice. Exactly. By choice. They don't want to be, with, be with, in no relationship. With our female friends, it is yeah. more than likely not by choice. Some Most women choice. want something different, but for some reason, it hasn't happened for them. Totally. And I want to talk about what Her that generation doesn't do that. For what reason is well, today. Mm-hmm. I mean, one could be work too. I mean, that's a lot. I won't ever blame work. I've been successful in my career. Um, but I won't say that work is the reason I was never so stuck on my career. Like, Oh, I'm going to be this hard career woman. I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to do all these things. And until I've done that, I won't marry it. That you won't. I wanted those things and I didn't want to regret not doing those things because I had a family or resent my family because of it. But she made, she hit the nail on the head and I don't think it should be looked at so negatively. Like I'm not, I'm not an old maid or a spinster. I chose, I could easily be married. I will name you. <laughs> Yo, she said, don't come for me. me. Don't come for me. I will. I've, 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 I've gone brain shopping. Like I could be married. I could have submissed a little. I could have submitted a little bit. I could have. That word is like. They're nowadays. Yeah. Choosing their own happiness. But when she said, 
men choose right. to be single at 40. Not all men, right. but I firmly believe most right. men, if they are 40 and single, it is by choice. Right. I could name 10 men that I know that are eligible Absolutely. bachelors between the age of 35 and 42 that yeah, have chosen fun. and that are happy. And that at my birthday party, I pulled one aside like, hey, what's up with you? <laughs> like, because he has a niece that he adores. Mm -hmm. All over his social media is his niece. He loves this little girl. He's braiding her hair. He's mm -hmm. taking her to the circus. They're playing tag in know? the front yard. He's amazing. And we've been friends for a long time. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I know you were dabbling in the, you know, with the ladies for a long time. Like now he's probably 39 now. And I said, you're not interested in settling down. At this point, I would, I would have thought that I would see you you know, in a relationship that's on a trajectory heading towards marriage. And right. he's like, yeah, no, nah, it's just, I got, you know, I got a main chick and mm -hmm. I got about two or three other chicks. See, and it's fun. The, he said the main chick gives me everything that I need. She's a little bit older than me. So she gives me like a motherly feeling. So I go over, right. we watch our Netflix. She wow. cooks for me. She rubs my back. She does so everything he for me. He's like, then I got, you know, the younger chicks that, I'm sex just having down. that, that sex me down. <laughs> That's it. Me down. You know, right. he's That's like, it. I have everything that so, I want. Right. I have yeah. Why would he right. want right. to right. settle Wait, down? But hold on. It would be, I would think because he would want children. And he said, I have my niece. Yeah. So no. he's, you're not going to find too many women. There are some, and I have a few friends that are that way. Ingrid was once upon a time, she um, sure was. a woman she who sure was. did not really identify with the idea of being a mother. Yeah. It was not one of those things like, I have to be a mom. I want to be a mom. At some point in my life, I'm going to be a mom. I can't but, see my life without children. Hmm. But I have a question. Do you feel like you are kind of doing what we talked about, like sitting around waiting for your Prince Charming to come and save you? And do you believe in that? I'm not going to be saved. But I'm just saying, yeah. She's like, your Cole. She was like, uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Waiting for nobody. I'm living my best life. She don't want to be saved. Right. Don't save her. Like, yeah. Do you feel like that? Like what we're talking about, like what I said earlier about the cautionary tales. Do you see, not just you, but you and or yeah. your generation feeling the same way that our generation feels or felt? Um, not at all, actually. I, for a lot of people that I know, Marriage isn't something that they're really looking for. Kids, people aren't really looking for kids anymore. And no, it's the truth. A lot of like my friends say they don't want kids. And um, for my generation, hookup culture is very big. And a lot of people are participating in it. Define hookup culture. Um, meeting people and then having a good time. And then going to a good time. Okay. See, because when we were younger, when we hooked up, a hookup was, was more like making out. Yes. Y'all yes. go no, all the way? Like, like having sex. Mm. Like, well, it depends on like the person, but like for the way I'm saying it, it's like sex. Um, that's what a lot of people are participating in now. And for that reason, I feel as though people aren't really looking for like long-term relationships or trying. Right. Is it yeah. fair to say that you guys will still go 
to the movies. You'll still go to the club. You'll still do whatever with that person if you feel like it, if you want to. But there's no expectation of like exclusivity. So it's like, we can still have fun. We can sing out. We can still date. We can still do all the things. Art museum, whatever. But I could also do that with him. I could do that with her. And we, we, but it's There's just no, no strings yeah. attached. Yeah. No so you're getting there. everything from right. whoever in the moment. So right. you find that your girlfriends aren't looking for exclusivity? It depends. Um, some of my friends are, yeah. Um, but others are not. They're just trying to, like, especially in New York City, um, everybody's trying to have fun. Go out, have a good time meet him, 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 and do whatever I want. You can't do that when you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in their early 20s are just looking for a good time, for a fun time. And it's they like, think that you can't have a good time or a fun time when you're in a relationship. It's like YOLO. Exactly. You only live once. Let's live our best lives. Exactly. Well, you don't get invited everywhere when you're in a relationship either. No. Yeah. As a, as a, you know, but, it, but it's typically um, compensated for. Yeah, you, you don't need to go out because you have a yeah, good right. relationship. Yeah. Enjoy. 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 Right? You can speak on this. You, you remember when we were club kids and we were hanging out. And, the, good and, the good old days. And it wasn't that long ago when we were running the streets and these parties and things. And you, you know, when you were single, then you could show up to half the parties and go to any of the tables but once you had a man it was like you over right oh, it was over they stopped they, they stopped over. answering your calls like over. you want to come to the club but, but, God forbid but, you but, came and brought but wasn't that a trade that you would be more than happy to make yeah well, you well, well depends so i speak for myself i was i dated a lot of bad dudes like not bad in the sense like you know Drug dealers and killers and street guys. <laughs> you know, we, we hope not. Wait, no, but what? But they were just, you know, I, I wanted a relationship. I, I was looking for love. Mm. I wanted somebody to love me. Maybe it's because I didn't love myself enough. You know, I don't remember enough the twenty-three-year-old me. You know, it's. You know, almost 15 years. So I dated, you know, guys in the industry and I was out and I was a cute girl and this and that. And he loves me. He took me with him. And, but that. But no, no, I'm saying it. I'm saying that and I'm saying it like that because it really is that pick me mentality that we have graduated from. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's that he took me out with him. Right. He showed me I was me in off. public. He showed me and he took me out in right. public. public. You're right. Yes. Yes. And that is the current day he posted it. And the current day But listen, but listen, I'm I'm talking non Instagram. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking non-Instagram. Before that's what Heather just said. That's the equivalent of right. Correct. So I was dating so many of the same dudes and it wasn't going anywhere. And I was just exhausted and I was wasting time. Eight months here, six months there, a year and two months. Like, oh, I was doing smaller bids. 
Yes. And it was wasting my time. So the year that I said, fuck this. I'm going to date Tom, Dick, and Harry. I'm going to play the, pin- the princess role. I'm going to let them buy me, do this. Because I'm always like, no, I don't need it because I want to be independent. I don't want to be like the girl that he was with two nights ago, probably, that was taking. I wanted to be the girl that I got the bill. I got, I got this. Oh, God. I wanted to be the was like, what? You'll pay for a what? bill? But listen, no, We're listen. Like, let me tell you. Wait, wait, wait. Me. Oh. And, and, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it, and it's not about the money. No, I know. It's about being courted. courted. <laughs> it's about being courted. It's about... <laughs> A man treating a woman like a lady. But you try uh, to that's be different. But you trying to you trying to be better. I'm like, oh, I'm not like these other this. chicks out here. I got this bill. Bitch. I got money. Now, I got this. Now, but, I'm I'm sorry. We don't lose your thought. I'm just because if we point at because <laughs> with Benz, she what? was um uh-uh. in a situation where you know. Somebody could have done a lot for her, right? And we discussed those potential things that could have been done. And when she asked me, you know, if he offers, should I accept? And I said, no. No. You do not accept simply because it's offered. Boss, like, nah, go get that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, word, boss. But but boss also has occasional bird mentality. (laughs) (laughs) So we can't go with what boss says. That's right. That's right. That's right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So again, it's not about the money because you don't have to spoil me to court me. I don't have to take just because it's offered. But at the bare minimum, if we go out to eat, you should treat me mm-hmm. right. to my food and my drink. Let me not feel like I gotta come out of my pocket. I, yeah. exactly. I, I go for the thing that's harder to get. So to me, if you've got no money, but you have a ton of time, then and you spend but your I'm, money. A lot of time, me no money. Oh, hold on, that's what I'm saying. You spend oh, yeah. you don't have you don't have any, you have a lot of time and no money. But you, you're offering to spend all this time with me. Well, that doesn't feel as special as you going in your pocket because that's harder for you. Right. But if you have all the money in the world and it's the easiest thing for you to do is to take me to dinner, throw me some flowers, buy me a car. Right. Know, then I... It's the time. I don't want the time. Then it's... <laughs> Wait a minute. What's going on over here? <laughs> you were stretching? She was stretching. She was looking to you. Then it's the time and the effort that's worth more. Absolutely. So, Ingrid, continue. I lost my channel. No, you said you was you about to be outside paying these bills. Right. Oh, so, yes, I wanted to offer. I wanted to be different. I dated this guy years ago. He needed $500 to fix his car. And what do I do? I got you. Next thing you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to pay you back in two weeks. I'm going to pay you back in two weeks. Homegirl, you did what? <laughs> you don't you tell him you need your, you don't ever t- you don't so I had to hound him yeah, for, wow. for my 500 and when he gave it to me he never called me again wow petty petty I did you the favor but I'll tell you one thing well, you were his girl so he didn't expect you to ask for it back but listen it gets better I'll tell you one thing I never let nobody know money unless I'm getting interest Fast forward, I'm dating my current man. 
be- the very beginning. In my head, I meet this guy. He's attractive, cool vibe. In my head, I'm dating Tom, Dick, and Harry. He's Tom. I still got two more to go. You got Dick and Harry. I don't got them yet. This is top of the year. 2000. This 2017, January, top of the year. Top of the year. Listen. <laughs> we out here. I'm in these streets. <laughs> So I'm thinking, this is what I'm going to end up doing. I'm going to be dating guys. I ended up dating the same motherfucker up until now. In the beginning. But listen, wait, wait, wait. But no, but listen. But listen. So now, there was a situation that we we had to borrow money. We? No, but I say we, I don't mean me. <laughs> but but we, we are we today. Okay, okay, he, okay. He, 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 back then he was a he. Okay, okay. He had to, he had to borrow a couple dollars. When he was a he. But I liked him. I loved him. He brought me food. He loves me. He took me out. And I met his best friend. And you know that's big. You, what? Because there's levels I, to this. And, 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 and. <laughs> And Heather can attest. We went out. We were somewhere in Harlem. This man came. We wasn't even hanging out with him. We was just, she and I. He came to see me before he was about to hit the town. Mm. We did a little makeout session. That was, no. <coughs> little makeout session. That was their hookup. He lost. That was the hook. No, that was the hookup. <laughs> that was the hookup. That was her recording. That was the hookup. Listen, that was a quick little. Listen. <laughs> he went, what he was going to do. She and I, we hung out. At the end of the night, he came back for another little makeup session. So I thought I... He, he came, came back? back. Yo, yes! <laughs> yes! Like, don't worry, because I'm, I'm Listen, in the name. I was like, I thought he, she was in the control. I didn't know I was over. Listen, so he was, he was doing things. Like, you know, he was not giving Dick and Harry a chance. Period. Anyway, back to my story. He needed money. And I was like, how much you need? That's it. However, however, dot, however dot, dot. when I get it back, tell the story right. Gia told you to say. I need interest. You, am I going to use the actual number? Yeah. You can use a percentage. He needed $400. He needed $400. And I said, you need to give me back $550. Mm. In three months' time. Because if I wasn't getting my money back, it was over. But y'all was in a relationship, right? Um, Not this we were still, dating. We were, we were still, dating. We was like, you, you guys weren't exclusive at that point? No, we, I think we were. You were exclusive but we, at that we point. We were exclusive, but it was like very... No, you were definitely exclusive, exclusive at oh, that wait, point. wait, I think you used that example or on um, one of the other podcasts when you were talking about when Boss charged you for <laughs> DJing his party or something. Yeah, so. Was that a So it was my 16th birthday. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it was no, way no. back. No, I was 16. Oh, no, I was like, Guys. No, it was. I mean, like, when they were no, first. It was my 16th. It was my 16th yes. birthday. Like, in the beginning. No, no, I charged you. Wait, what? No, no, no. For this roast? It changes everything. 
It was my 16th birthday. Right. Yep. I remember. And I rented a club and I was having a party on Jamaica Avenue in Queens and I was charging people to come in. Yes. So I was making money and Rashawn DJed. And yeah, he asked me for a fee. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, but he said, "Listen, but he's like, give me a little bit. Of, I see you, I see you making that coin. So he, so it was foul, and I almost broke up with him because of it. I paid him his money, but I also needed him to DJ. But that was probably one of the first times that we almost broke up. And Ooh, I then, That's what I then he turned around this. and bought me a thousand dollar present, right, to yeah. make up, to make up for it, to make up for it." But yes. let's not lose sight of With the fact that he definitely tried Charged to come up. The money that he made. He's always been ambitious. He's always been a hustler. He's always been a hustler. Okay. But I want you... What happened when you called me? I'm getting to that. So I tell Gia, as always, so this is what happened. I did this, I did that, and I told him this. And now the time came and I got my money plus... The extra that I asked for. Mm-hmm. She told me to give it back. Give back the really? extra. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I said, fuck that. I know that's right. And I kept it. I that didn't give up. I kept it. And I kept it. But you know what? I, 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 like, I like that idea, though. I like but, that mindset. But, no, and and, and give it back. The today me. Listen, the today me, because my 180 isn't just my relationship. It is me as a whole. Period. Yeah. I'll throw you on that. You know, so the me then was like, nah, fuck that. I deserved it. I earned it. I've done too much for too many guys and got burned. Because so I'm collecting from everybody. And, and I collected from And he sure did. And that was foul. And I should have given it back. Can we ask a quick, a quick question? Like, how do you guys feel about lending men money? Does that has not come up twice? Maddie, no? No. Mm-mm. I did it in, in, in college. Um, and I remember how I felt. I just remember and, and, and this this guy totally just needed it in the moment. He totally had it. I totally got it right back. But it felt bad and, and I didn't like the way it felt. And from then on it was just like what, if what I is- if I help out, if I give you, my mindset is just not to get it back. Right, but right. I the crazy part is it feels yeah. so powerful though. It feels what? Powerful. Not it never did for me. I felt I felt taken advantage of. No, I mean younger me too. Yeah. It's more like mm, you you need me mm-hmm. type of thing. So I dangle this. Oh but, well, that's that, yeah. but it doesn't make sense to the older me because younger me, I was like, I'm out here dishing out all this money, like, oh I got it, I got it. And he's taking, taking, and then he run off. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? But it so, felt right. powerful because as a woman, we're like, So if I was single know, today, today to be then, I'm not lending no money, I'm not willing to lose. How much you need? How much you need to buy? And, 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 you know, when you say men, that's, it leaves it open to a friend. Yeah. But if we're talking about men that we're just dating, probably not. I don't got it. Matter of fact, you need how much? I need twice that much. You I'm not even like, telling you I don't have I ain't it. Got I'm it. just, no. I ain't got I'm it. just, no. I'm just, no. I'm just, but, I'm not even telling you because I got it. Because I'm not going to lie. I'd be like, I don't got it. No, So yes. now if he were to challenge you and say, well, why? Because it's obvious that you have it. Yes. And he may not say it's obvious that, that you, you have, have it, it, but it's I'll say, I'll say, I'll, I'll say, I don't feel good about it. 
And that's that. So what, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going to be the guy. Yeah. Or, okay. I'm, I'm going to be the guy. I like that. What What don't you feel good about? I'm your man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you my... Now, if you're my man... No, 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 no if you're my man, that's different. We're talking about single. Because if he's if my man... If you're my man, we're building towards single. No, no. I'll know why you... But listen... I'll know why you so, got it. So now... Oh, no. So now, so now... And he, if I'm just... We're just dating, so now... Messing, you asking me for money? No. Hold on. Let me be said man. Let me be said man. Because we're messing around. We're intimate? Yeah. For how long? We're hooking up. No, but how, <laughs> no, for how long? That's, that's important. important. How long? Why, 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 how long will you need to be? How long will you need to be? Okay. Six months. It has to be at least six months. So we're, we're hooking months. up for six months. Yeah. Wait, wait, Maddie, what? If you are not going to be my boyfriend, I'm not going to give you money. Why am I giving money to a hookup? Would you give, would you lend money to a friend? A friend? No. Not if she can't pay me back. No. See, you would lend money to a friend so, and not someone who has seen you naked. No, I would lend money to a friend who I know isn't just using me for money. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I have friends That's who, right. like, it's not tip for chat. Like, right. okay, you need this here. All right, I know you got me later. Like, mm-hmm. but that is a great situation. point. You're not, you're not courting me to be my man. You're not asking me to be my boyfriend. Right. You're or your girlfriend, you're asking me for my money. Right. For help. I gave the man hours of my time for that money. So I'm not, no, I don't have to I give you an explanation. The answer is no. If you are my man, <laughs> if you are my man. So is that what you would say if he asked? Yeah. If we're just hooking Hold up. On, so I'm going to be said man. Okay. So I'm in a situation where I need something and I think that you're in a position to help me. Okay. Why wouldn't you? Because I don't feel good about it. But why wouldn't you feel good about it? Because I don't feel comfortable lending you money. We don't have a relationship that dictates that I feel comfortable lending you money. What would it take to dictate that? I'm a good person. We've been seeing each other. I've seen you naked. And I can, like I said, I'm, I'm promising to pay you back in 45 yeah, days. You see now, 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 <laughs> now you're buckling. I'm, I'm not buckling. Okay. I'm not buckling. You're feeling pressured, but. Right. And my personality. Now you mad. Yeah. Now, right. now see, even though she's not a man, now my, I feel my face. Now yeah. I was like, you started. I feel my face. And I'm not even the actual man. man. I'm just I, said man. I feel like my back. Her heart's palpitating. That really, it's, it's funny how I'm not in that situation, but I started to feel those things and it made me so uncomfortable. That's why I was getting ready to turn to my other side. I was like, and don't ask me again. Like now, <laughs> yes. now, like, now, now, now I'm mad, mad. I feel so right. uncomfortable. And it's probably a trigger back to when somebody did ask me and didn't pay me back. Well, and took that's the thing. Me. I want to understand why it's such, um, why it triggers those emotions. Why is, because you said like you didn't feel good about it. Whereas Ben's in the same example said that it empowered her. Yeah. And everybody else might have a different emotion right. attached to it. For me, it feels like I'm being taken advantage of. For mm. me, it feels like you're using me. What, you if, you, what if you were absolutely confident that he was going to pay you back? Then that feels like maybe someone I trust. It feels like there's maybe more of a friendship. And not just a hookup. And as a friend, I would lend a friend. Okay. That I trusted and I felt with him. So if I, if, if, if I asked you. Yes. Yes. I would. You would live in England? I would. I'm joking. I have, I have friends. <laughs> I have a few friends that I've lent money to that have, have promised a payback, a payback, and never have. 
I'm not asking for it because there's a good chance I'm not even getting it it if I'm looking for it back. Or it's like when I when I get it back, it comes back great. But I also really believe in karma and paying it forward. Mm -hmm. There's been people who I get blessings from someplace. Like I I got promoted yesterday. I I seriously I I make a great amount of money. I don't have any children. Like. If you need something and that you had to humble yourself at this age to ask me for that as my friend, then yeah, it's different when there's a friendship. If we're, I've paid you in pussy <laughs> and, and you've paid me and in this cost money. and that transaction is and it's equal. It is equal. Fair exchange, no robbery. Fair and even exchange. Fair exchange, no robbery. She's blushing. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fair exchange, no robbery. Right. I'm I'm glad you said it because I, that, you know, I like to self-therapy, like, it re- I felt it in my body. And no, you're I not saw even your a, face. You saw it in my I was face. Like, girl, you were, I was like, I felt the, so I felt the heat coming. Yes, yeah, she was looking like so rarely like, about to. So rarely out of control. I'm so And really... I was composed. I was nice. I didn't yeah. even really challenge you. It's just the idea. And that's the reason why I wanted to ask you and kind of get to the bottom of it. I also kind of wanted to know if it was the chivalry thing, the you're the man. So you should not be asking me for money. Right. I thought it was more like the male female relationship. Um, Less that might that. have, but, but that's also, I wanted to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Less of that more because a lot of women feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the woman, you're yeah. the man, you're the provider. Right. For you to ask me for money emasculates you and you don't even realize it. Yeah. But what if we're making more than them? Yeah. So, so well, a lot in, of in men my... will feel emasculated by being with a woman that right. earns Correct. more than he does. And that's not my that's circumstance. Common. My mother always made more than my father. She was physically taller than my father. She yeah. mm-hmm. was black. My dad was Italian. So those types of gender roles never permeated me. And I'm really grateful for that. So I've mm-hmm. always dated people who I felt like were my equal. Maybe not financially, maybe not physically, whatever it is, but there was a connection. A what? A, a what? connection. <laughs> a, a connection that existed beyond things that were superficial, <laughs> you know, things that were, you know, like the, a real was, connection. There was a give and take. There was a give and take that was of equalities there. So that's interesting. Is that, but for me, just digging into it, it really was, I felt, I feel like you're taking advantage of me. I'm being right. used mm-hmm. and that could be anything. I'm being used for sex. I'm being used for money. I'm going to be, and, and it's just, you think about the thing that you have and you're like, okay, you're using me for that. And it felt uncomfortable. It's like, why do you want to take that? Okay. From me? But I think that your ability to earn also empowers you. So when someone asks you for a piece of that, it's, that's probably what triggers you. When you say, I don't know why it triggers me. Like giving away my power? Um, giving, not, not away your power, but what your power has afforded you. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like you are empowered by your intelligence um, for me, yeah, your success, success. For me, what I find your ability to communicate. Yeah, these are you, you are, just sliced all of that in that moment. I was like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to give you my money. I don't want to say. I'm sweating. But when someone asks you for that, of which you earn. That might be your trigger because it might yeah. tell you, okay, you're using me. 
Yeah. So it may be a trigger. It may not be that he's using you at all. Maybe he, he just needs help and he, he knows he I can help He needs help him. in a particular right. situation yeah. and he's asking for it. But that's how you react. And that's how it's a good way to kind of look at how our personal experiences, our lives, how we were raised, who raised us. All of these things contribute to who we are yeah, and that's true. how we react to situations. Mm. Yeah. Well, like, okay, so you said you so you felt powerful. Mm. My bad. That's all right. No, yeah, right. that's good. Right? Mm. Like you felt powerful. At what point does that powerful feeling turn to now like resentment and like, all right, well, what do you the older me? This? Okay. The older me. So, so now, now yeah. you would go more towards what Heather's saying. Where yes. you don't want to Give the money out. You don't no, I'm not giving no money out because right. I don't got it. But in <laughs> <laughs> you see all this? You see all this? You see all this? You see them chandeliers? This is my money. That's she fair. chandelier the shit out of <laughs> You see all these chandeliers? Call it a chandelier. But I'm also saying, why are you in the position? Why are you asking me? Right. Like, what have you done to put you in a position that you have to ask me and maybe ask me constantly? Mm. Why? Mm-hmm. And that would be a question I would ask her. So why do you need this money? And why are you yeah, asking me? How many people did you skip past? <laughs> 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 you didn't ask your mama, your daddy, your auntie, your exactly. uncle, your best friend, you your came to mama. Me. Like, no, you came to me. You came to me. But usually the person that you're sleeping with is the person that you're... But it's hookups and relationships, relationships is two different things. Well, are we, are we, are we, are we talking about both situations or are we only so, talking about... Okay, and so I'm not calling this a hookup. This is someone that you're with okay. for six months. So at the very I, least, it's a relationship. Hold on. It may not be, it may not be exclusive. Situation. It may not be exclusive, but it is a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're with somebody for six months, it's some type of relationship. So, well, wait, Ingrid, let Ingrid to sleep with for six well, months. Well, hold on. Ingrid. No. Wait, say that. Wait, hold on. All the people first. Okay. What'd you say? If you're good enough to sleep with for six months, you, you should be good enough money? to give them some coins. No. Well, hold up. No. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not talking about my feelings on any of this. Hold on. I talked about my feelings. Wait one second. Wait one second. Hold that. So, Ingrid, what were you saying? So, Jason asked me today to borrow money. It will no longer be borrowing money. I'll just give it to him. We're in a relationship. We have a kid together. It's been five years. Mm. Um, right. That's a difference. It's a partnership. It's a partnership. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> taken a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's taken to regain trust, that therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're partners, so there's no longer like interest. This- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'm still waiting for him to charge me interest for something. I mm. was, I was, but like, I was really taken that. aback when she called me. I remember she I was, was so going, disappointed. I was going mm-hmm. through the McDonald's drive-through. <laughs> when she told me this and I'm like you're charging the man interest right she said yeah I said and he agreed she was like well he needed so he got to <laughs> that's not my husband that's so- <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was that, that was that but that was that was the pain coming through from when she got stuck with the five hundred dollars and and probably all the other guys that have done her dirty in the past it was bubbling to the surface and jason just caught a stray yeah Yeah. you know that's all that it was it is different right same thing with with my husband like we both share our money now because it's a partnership where if i was dating somebody 100 percent, i would not give anybody my money Right. right 
learning. You said now. Did it not start that way? No, it did. In okay. the beginning, it was. That so you're always sharing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the type of relationship now, right? So if you're dating somebody, hooking up with somebody, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. Or anything could happen. Right? <laughs> right. Sure. And like Heather said, once you kind of give it to somebody, it's up to you and your own mentality to say, <clears> okay, <throat> they said they're borrowing it and it's a loan. But in your head, you're just giving it away and you're not going to get it back. Because you're not expecting to get it. <clears throat> right. Well, my... Which also, <clears throat> not a great situation to no, feel, right? And that makes you feel great. No, my money. Right. Hey, and finances... Now you see everything <laughs> that they're doing, you're like, oh, but was that with that my money? That's going to ruin the, the relationship. Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, that's going to be the one that what causes quit. Like, even just now, you're about to end this friendship. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Right. Right. It's supposed to be over. Supposed to be over. But wait, I have a question. But, but but even with the guy with the five hundred dollars, it wasn't that he didn't pay me right away. It was the fact that I didn't hear from him after I right. gave him yeah. the five hundred dollars to right. use. Mm. It was the fact that he was in Florida. Only That's because what I said. I people, you start seeing book. people doing invalidate the fact that I got taken. Yeah. Right. So now you, I got punked. Now there's no. I, I I got got like. Yeah. Period. We were fucking. Yeah, and awesome. I, That's great. And mm. <laughs> I we're gonna leave it in. <laughs> but now it's like you know you felt comfortable enough to ask me for money, mm. and you knew my personality. <clears throat> That's what you I think. You told me That's that part. No and personality. You knew my personality. It mm-hmm. wasn't that you you tried me or you were just. Pussy footing around the topic. Right. You know that, that, but that's that's the whole thing. Right. You knew that chances were she gonna help me out. Mm-hmm. I'm in the jam. Mm. Ooh, but and ooh, jam. that that right there, uh, that personality were thing. Were upset on why he used the money or what he used the money for? So does that it, dictate how you feel? I, absolutely, but it was also <laughs> perspective. Mm. Because I saw that his car was fucked up and that he needed, and it was like the deductible, the five hundred dollars that he didn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, it was the so it, it was the insurance, right? So it could have been <laughs> that he used it for that, but then how all of a sudden you in Florida, you doing this, you went to where's oh, no. my money? Oh no! Where's well, that's the so, worst thing when you see when you lend somebody see money, and you see them. So, and now when your you money is supposed to be circling back to you, and you see them buying a new pair of sneakers, right. and taking so, a trip. Now you with living. My now you living. No, well, in that situation, you absolutely got played. Mm -hmm. The way that I feel about lending, because I didn't share my opinion. I was just listening to you guys' opinion. (sighs) If you feel comfortable enough to ask me for money, I feel like you should be comfortable enough to ask me to be your girl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If we are hooking up... Everything goes back to that. If we are hooking up if we yep. are in a six-month mm-hmm. situationship, regardless, if we're just having sex right. and we're not exclusive, then there are so many people on that line mm-hmm. that you should have asked to borrow That's money right yeah. before me. me. Call your mama. Call somebody else because you are not my man. Yeah. Right. Like We are not I'm clearly not that important to you. Right. Mm. So you should go ask somebody that's right. a little bit more important to you. Right. But to your point, now if we're in a relationship, yes. It's not yeah. even, it's because I already know you. I know you're I know it's not frivolous. I know what no. I'm for. No. I know what I'm with. I know yeah, I we're, we're there's a commitment here. Mm. See I, where the go ahead, baby. I also feel as though it devalues you. 
because mm. it shows oh, that you are willing to do relationship she, things yeah, without having right. to be in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Don't <laughs> wait. I'm sorry. Say that again. Don't look at me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so proud. She, she said, like, "What?" She said, like, <laughs> "Mother's daughter." <laughs> I said, "It just shows that you're willing to do relationship things without actually having to be in a relationship. So why would they ever put you in a relationship?" Okay. God forbid. That's a great. Yes. Right. Yeah. The cow yeah, milk. Exactly. Yeah. You can why buy the cow. No. No. It's why buy the cow if you get the milk for free. Or you can leave the cow and you can drink the milk. Something. Like oh, you just made it a whole. Other <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm Maddie's like, I don't know nothing about a cow, cow milk, but, but I know that I'm not doing that. That's what I know. So, question: expectations in dating. What What's your expectations in dating then? Just. Yeah. I, it, yeah. I have very high expectations, which is why I don't have a boyfriend or anything. Um, but when, if, when you are dating someone, what, what would you expect? Respect, loyalty, exclusivity. Um, I just want someone who's going to treat me as well as I'm going to treat myself. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to do that, then it's not going to work. I see how well my dad treats my mom. If you're not going to treat me like how my dad treats my mom, I don't want it. And I have enough respect for myself to not settle for anything that's not. And, and, and that's what it is. But a question. Gia, yeah. do you think because Maddie's 20? One. Uh, 20. Uh-huh. I was like, wait, she, what? She, yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Maddie's 21. She's out of my bed. Listen, generation Z. Wait, 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 you know what? Bring it Gen- Listen, you're back Asian. Asian. Just don't think her age. Yeah. Because okay. she's in her 20s. Okay. My bad. You got that. I'm just saying. She's fine. Hey, don't. Yeah. Because the past is in the backlash. I can't. Yeah. But the pressure is real quick. Real question. Because she is in her 20s. Because she's 20. Go ahead. Okay, because she's 20. <laughs> Whatever. Um, she doesn't have that pressure and she can have that mindset where at, I'll just speak for myself, at 36, it's a little bit more like I'm going to get what I can get, especially because I want a family, thinking about freezing my eggs, all that good stuff. But <clears throat> you think the mindset is different because of the age? or I mean, because I, I, I don't feel like I'm like devaluing me or... I don't want to settle. I don't don't get it twisted. I don't want to settle people, but I do want marriage and kids. And I know that there's a biological time clock too. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to say I'm taking whatever's thrown at me, but no, it's real. It's real real because you have X amount of eggs because I done went and your egg (laughs) count goes down. And that's real. Oh, and I want kids. It buy right, a lot. So, so, so now explain the women who are having kids in their 40s. I don't know what them what they're doing, but <laughs> I just know how many eggs I have. They might have <clears throat> just some golden eggs. And but think about it. They're also in relationships. Right. I'm talking about right. not being. OK, I'm just saying like right now. So I'm back to the mindset. Do you think that that's why? Because. I believe, sorry, everything, I believe everything. I believe everything Madison says. She said. Wait, wait, she does time. What's the question? Aren't looking for kids. <clears throat> right. So right. she can. The rush. things that Maddie said, I value. She said, you know, she respects herself, and she's not going to expect anything less than that. I think the same, but I'll be like, mm, 
I guess I'll let that slide. Well, you have and I might let this slide. Because you feel that you have because the pressure. Because yeah. she doesn't have you, the pressure. Right. You feel that crack and that pressure. Yes. She does. And she and doesn't. Does. So I, I miss that part of me. I do. Right. I miss what Maddie just said. Like, I miss that part of me because that is the free and the innocence of, I'm, I'm a bad bitch. And I, I, I deserve what. So you feel like you didn't have a chance to. No, at this age. No. Right. Yeah. Like no, she a had chance a chance. To. She's saying that she had that attitude mm-hmm. or that outlook on life for such a long time. And now she's yeah, in a situation, situation. where she, she where yes. she can't necessarily afford yes. to have that no. outlook because no. if she has that and she's as selective as she wants to be and as picky as she wants to be and gives herself what she feels that she deserves, she may end up oh. over the hump, yeah. right. over the biological hump. Mm-hmm. And she's she fears that she'll be on the other side of the timeline that allows you right. um, the ability to be able to look forward to a healthy, healthy. pregnancy and a healthy baby. Right. But like I've told you, I think yes, told you, I think well, like everybody's told you, right? There's things that you nobody's going to be perfect for you, right? No matter That's what well. standards you have, no matter what you're trying to find there's always going to be some type of compromise. Right. But what I always told you is don't compromise on things that are so big in life, like kids, like locations, like things that are so important to you where you're like, mm, I'm so in love though. Maybe it's okay. Like that kind of stuff is what's going to break you down the road. Right. So the compromising like big compromises, like mm-hmm. children, like, you know, like big things that are so close and dear to you mm-hmm. all because you think you're in love or you are in love. You don't want to let those things go because it's going to end up being resentment, you know, hate, not even hatred, but like resentment. You're not going to be happy. You're going to feel like you settled. It's like you gave your part out to them. That's what it is. That's how you feel at that age. That's how I felt at this age. I feel totally different at this age. You know, it, it pivots and it changes and circumstances take you to where you are. You don't, you can have whatever you want. You can, you know, you can, you have the rest of your life to get married. No, you don't have the rest of your life to have kids. And you're mm-hmm. taking the steps to align yourself with that. In, <clears throat> but you, you have the rest of your life to get married, but you also don't need a man to have kids. You know, um, we have an idea of an ideal. And my question then is back at Maddie, because I think at, I have a little bit of the princess syndrome. Is that I have the most amazing fat father and I really admired my parents' relationship. So if it ain't that, like you said, I don't want it. Okay, well, then you ain't getting it. And <laughs> how, what was, you know, you know, people, you talk about like daddy issues and stuff, and I don't think I had any of those. Then they all start saying, okay, well, mommy issues. And I'm like, well, that mommy issues. Like, what is it that if I had this perfect example and I didn't have any reason? I'm an attractive girl and I'm a smart girl. And I, you know, why could I not always been, I got attention? Why did I not get married? But it's not always you. It's the guy too, right? Like men also, I feel like now are more intimidated by women having the career, having the confidence, having like finding the happiness. But it took me this long. No, I'm gonna say it's a long time. Right, right, right. When I was her age, it, I, no, not enough. No, no, not enough. And for you, it's even more difficult, right? Because mm-hmm. my dad was a little bit. He was cool, but he wasn't your your dad kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you look at it, it's like, oh, okay, it's possible. To have a husband who's successful, who's attractive, who's a family man, who dotes on his family. Like, there's a lot of, like, 
your pool of men to be able to yeah. <laughs> well, then, and then, yeah. then does all these things. Wait. It's like <laughs> if you believe what statistics tell us. Now if you say to yourself, that is a unicorn, I am a unicorn, we win a unicorn together. <laughs> it might take more time. But then what happens when you wait that long and you're 36 and then you're going what she's going through and then you're 43 and you're going what I'm going through and then the men try to tell you. Yes. You better start settling now. Well, you better start. You ain't getting nothing else. You ain't getting no younger. The stock is going down. You know, I was, the stock going down. Saying. I hate that. That's the word. Hold on, excuse, excuse, excuse me. They definitely say, down. yes, they'll, they'll tell definitely you. tell you that Hold your on, stock is going. to convince you to do what they want. Hold yeah. on, a man has actually, have, has someone actually said that to you? That your stock is going down? They didn't say your stock. They said, well, you know. As women age, your, your stock goes, goes down. down. But men, as we age, our stock goes, goes up. up. And I said, girl, Look at you. Yeah. I said, you're yeah. like, it's true. I it's true. Said, yeah. Yeah. Our, yeah. But that's an archaic way of thinking because what happens is. No, that's you just have old balls. When young women, <laughs> and they hang lower. That's the mindset of young women looking to date older men with money. And it's not that way anymore. These young girls are making their own money right. and they don't want you dragging balls. Okay. <laughs> the truth is, the truth is, women's sex drive goes up in their 30s and 40s. Hello. And some men can't get it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Still over the inside. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. It did. It did. Hello. <laughs> it doesn't exist. And some, and some men can't get it up. In their 30s and their 40s. Absolutely. And, I, and I, I'm a woman who is openly dated younger. Like, so to say that is a man trying to convince himself and everybody else. This is, it doesn't have to be that way. These women don't need, you know, they're not dating their granddads anymore because they're like, well, he's got money. It's security. No, I'm going to get it on my own and I'm going to date whoever I want. Some. There are a whole host of sugar babies out there. Yes. And aspiring sugar babies. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so with that being said, I believe that it is a huge part of our culture right now that men have their choice. Mm-hmm. You know, they say it's hard for a woman to get a good man. It's not hard for a man to get a good woman. No. It is easy. There is a plethora. And when they got one, of they good women, they don't know what to do with out it. there. Nice. And they could have five good women and just can't choose because they're all so good. <laughs> right. Exactly. What is better than the next? So why choose? So why choose? If I can have them all. Which kind of goes back to my friend that I told you that I was talking about. He's like, I got these, I got these, I got, you know, I got one yeah. for every color of the rainbow. I'm happy. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So could, could we be happy? Right. Because I, I like the rainbow. I definitely like the rainbow. <laughs> could, we, could we be happy? I grew up in a parent, two-parent house with my one sister. I, I do long for that to a degree. I'm ready to just, just me, you, the kids. Me, Same. Just, you know, hello, fairy tale. Like, can we just it, find our shows and our brunch spot? and What you and boss do? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, someone, I just like someone to do my day with. Too. Like, all right, so we go to the depot. Hello. No, it's us. It's us. That's all I want. That's it. You know, I, and I, I, I hate that this is, there's this impression of me that I don't need a man. Same. I need him. I want him. But not any old him. And I will wait forever. But see, and we differ just a teeny bit because you caught me because you said, you will wait 
I will wait too, but not forever. Not forever. I feel like I'm fulfilled enough. Like I have enough company with good men. I have enough friendships. Mm -hmm. I have, I get enough sex. Honestly, okay. that I don't that, that, that my needs are being met when I okay. decide to have my child. Wait. It's gonna Wait. be so, so, so why don't so you decide to be yeah. the person who's okay with the needs of the nephews and doing all this yeah, stuff and possibly, you know, having your own and just having good sex and good time. No, it's not that's enough. No, it's 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 that not it's not, not it's not enough. It's not enough because she wants. So that's a, she wants everything. That's a, that's so a good I've I've truly, and I say this, and I swear to God, this is true. I've truly found happiness within myself. If I can't have a kid, and it shows, it definitely I, I, shows, I, I, and it shows. And I've, I've literally gone almost to like blows with people trying to convince me that that's not the case. Well, mm-hmm. you would be happier, and you would. Okay. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that anything that comes, I'm blessed to have my friendships. You all are additions to my life. I love you and I'm glad that you're here. If you weren't here, I would still be happy with right. Heather in Heather's life. I have lived an amazing life. However, do I want children? Yes. And you do don't I need a man to a have a, man? a child. You know. And do I want a good man in my life with a strong <laughs> back and cute face? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it has hung like a horse. <laughs> I, I want all of that. I want it all. I, I would love all of that. But I don't need it so much mm-hmm. that I will accept mm-hmm. just, just anything. These things. Like, and that comes from when I was a little bit older than her, being in a relationship with a man who had money. He had looks. He had education. He was Mr. Everybody Wanted Him at heart. And then I thought I was done. I, at 25, I was done. Moved to New York, I was done. We were going to renovate the brownstone and live in the house in Queens. And then we were going to renovate that and rent it out. And then da, 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 da. And he was abusive. Mm-hmm. He was mentally and emotionally and then somewhat physically abusive. And I gained 60 pounds and it changed everything. And I was like, okay. So then I got fearful of relationships and fearful of men. And then, then I just got stronger off of it. And, and then I had other relationships in between. And my, I had a relationship. I was in my 30s, mid-30s. And he wasn't ready for kids. So, okay, then I guess we're not having kids right now. We're not there yet. And then I just pushed my timeline even further back. At 38, I saw a doctor. And I was like, hey, I think I should freeze my eggs. Because I always, I, nobody believes me when I say this. I saw myself having like four kids, a husband, like mm-hmm. everything. They're like, you? Like, mm-hmm. we thought you were sex in the city. Like, so. Samantha. 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 Samantha Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's like, okay, fast forward. Now here we are, 38. He's like, no, freeze, not freezing. Let's just do the thing. Do it. I'm like, well, I don't got to have a kid. Oh, He's no. like, don't freeze. And that was bad advice. Mm-hmm. That was horrible advice at 38, especially for me because I was fertile and I had good egg count. Fast forward, I'm now 43. And I'm at the point where I'm not going to not have take the chance to be have the opportunity to be a mother because I haven't found my unicorn mm-hmm. who I can stand. I'm not going to sit with a man in my house <laughs> every day who I don't love, who I don't mm-hmm. care about, who, who gets on my nerve to a point where I can't take it, who abuses me, who's not anything. Anyway, all that to say, if that doesn't work for some reason, it doesn't happen and I don't have a child on my own with a man, I will still be okay. Mm-hmm. And that was the goal. 
And I'm glad that I'm in there. I will love my nieces and nephews. I will love all y'all kids. I will still travel. I will still have great sex with young men. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be the rich you auntie. Rich, yes. already, already, yes. We do, we do, we do. And that, like, that embodies where I think society now and their generation is going now is everybody's chasing happiness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, they want the self-happiness. They want self-worth. They want just find the unicorn the smiles their pure happiness and that's why like if you ask me back when i was in high school you know cheating's bad i don't understand people that are separating in later on life i don't understand open marriages now i get it all yeah. i understand it mm. because people are chasing happiness and so, not an ideal right and I'm not so societal pressures anymore what's expected of you in your life yeah but people are not going with the norm you have to think about it see that's exactly what i was going to say society sculpts Mm -hmm. what is considered normal right so a lot of people and i'm self-admittedly an idealist i always have been you know if you look at my room when i was seven years old like my entire room was freaking perfect you know like my cabbage patch kids were lined up on my hutch and my barbies they were all perfectly set up in the dream house they were groomed they had their little itty bitty fork and their itty bitty knife and spoon and their legs were crossed and i never played with them i just wanted to look at them so i am an idealist so i do fall into that category of people that um had an idea of what I wanted my life to be and created that life. Do you know what I mean? Um, but while I can admit that I also understand that society sculpts Mm -hmm. what is perfect, even though nothing is perfect, what is normal. And we're talking about all these other societal pressures, but it's also the societal pressure to be normal. Yeah, now to be normal and then to speak on anything that's outside of that realm of normal is considered taboo hence open marriages hence threesomes hence <laughs> all of these things that bring a lot of now, people joy yeah that's now, true that's true those things that, that might not be my lane right, right. but i respect right. them and they're becoming more normalized. And now yeah. they're becoming yeah. more normalized because more people are breaking away from the ideal. Right. And especially when you hear Madison talk about her generation and the whole YOLO and whatnot, they're like, listen, I'm here for me. I'm not here for y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm here for me. Yeah. So now that's where the shift in what's considered normal is happening. There's compassion within that too. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, I'm here for me, but I'm not trying to hurt or step on you. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And I and you be there for you. And if everybody's just taking care of each other, then no, you know, we're not out here to hurt anybody. Yes. They're just to um give power to that, there just needs to be more of um an accepted idea of no judgment. Right. We've spent so much of our lives being judgy and being trained to be judgy. Mm-hmm. 
You know, like you're at home, you might hear your parents say something judgmental. It could just be based on something that you're watching on TV, fiction or nonfiction, and they're judgy. So you kind of come up being judgy. You're in high school and you're with your group of friends and they're being judgy about another girl that might be considered a hoe or, you know, whatever else, because she's living her best life or whatever. It's just, we're so comfortable in judgment and that kind of has to break. In order for people to be what they really want to be, whether it's for you or not, everybody should just be able to sit back and say, it's not for me, but I respect the hell out of what you're doing. Especially if it doesn't freaking affect you. That part. You said you were an idealist and you created your life. Mm -hmm. And that was really something that struck with me. When you say you created, you mean in the way at, at a young age of like manifestation or just literally planning like, okay, these are the steps I need to get to get to this next thing. And then it's a good I'm question because That's you know, this it's very big in the culture now, like talking about manifestation. I totally believe in the law of attraction. I've literally watched myself materialize things that I mind to reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious at that young age beyond Barbies, you said I, and my sister kind of talks about that sometimes too where she designed, you know, she's like, she's always had that, that mindset. What did that really mean for you? I believed in manifestation and the law of attraction before I ever knew what those things were. Okay. That's like my sister. Yeah. I didn't watch or read the secret. Mm-hmm. or anything like that. <laughs> you know? Remember when Oprah did the big show on The Secret? And I'm like, hodgepodge. You know? Even after I saw it, I didn't know if I believed in it. Um, for me, it was the fact that I was raised by such strong parents and they poured into me so much that I believed whether it was the furthest thing from the truth or spot on the money, it didn't matter. I believed that I was frigging everything. Yeah. It's the truth. You know this. I believed the most about myself. You, you know? Do you have that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you just said pour, you pour into your family every single yeah. day. I watched it. You guys pour into each other every day. I love you. You're amazing. Ichi mommy choo choo. You know, that's the new one for AN. That's the new song that goes around the house. But seeing that, that's that's a true statement. Yes. And I do that because that is how I was raised. I was raised that you are brilliant, you are beautiful, you are kind. You are generous. You are empathetic. You can do anything in this world that you want to do. I've been told that probably before I could speak. And I do that to Peyton. <laughs> you are God, you sweet little baby. You do them to you all are going to rule the world. Do you even understand that? All the Jews. All the Jews. All the Jews. They get shows. it. In like and one minute, they'll tell you they love you like 20 times. Yeah. But you don't miss a day. You don't miss no. a day. You don't miss you a don't day miss telling. at all. And it's because I adore these children from 20 to newborn. I adore them. Mm -hmm. And when you pour into somebody, you you build them up. You build their confidence. You build their self-esteem. And mine was built. So there was nothing in this world that I felt that I would ever want 
that I would not get. Mm. And I didn't even have to articulate it to myself in that way. It's not like I sat there and said to myself in my room, you're going to have everything that you ever want. Love, family, a husband, a career, whatever. I, didn't, I never said these things to myself. Every day was its own day. And every day I made it my business to be my happiness, my mm-hmm. happiest, which led to the next day in which I was my happiest. And every day was happy because, and a lot of people I'm sure would disagree with me. I'm certain would disagree with me. But I feel as though if you tap into yourself the right way and if you have the right tools, I don't think everyone can do it. I, like I said, was raised a certain way. So I feel like I have the right tools. I decide if I'm going to be happy or not. That's where you're that's at. Yeah. Regardless of what's I, going so. on yeah, yeah. in my at. life. And that's- I'm not saying there aren't overwhelming things that will happen that will ruin your days. I'm not saying that every day of my life has been happy. I've gone through some of the worst things that a person can go through yeah. and things that you know, all of us have experienced, which she will talk about in her book. <laughs> <laughs> but um, personal loss, yeah. death, um, pain, emotional pain, physical pain, relationship stuff. I've gone, I feel like I've gone through a myriad of emotions. Yeah. So I'm not saying that every day has been great, but every time that something happened, I decided that it wasn't going to ruin me mm. and that I was going to try to find the best in it. I was try- going to try to find a lesson. I was going to try to use those things to teach my children something yeah. from it. Something, you know, when my mother passed away, you know, Madison and I were able to sit down and go through this whole suitcase of papers and letters and photos and all of these things. And that was an opportunity for Madison and I to bond. So even in, you know, during the worst, that was the worst thing that has ever happened to me was when my mother passed away. But in that was an opportunity to bond with my daughter. Literally, there was Mm -hmm. joy. We sat there reading letters from her old boyfriends before my father, you know, (laughs) and I would. All our moms have those too, by the way. You know what I mean? And I would say to Madison, you know, like, I'm like, can't you see Mama Norma saying that? And she'd be like, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because my mom was so strong and independent. My mother was such a friggin' savage. You know, so I grew up with that savagery and that optimism and that esteem. So because of those things, I inadvertently manifested things for myself. And there's just things that I will not accept. I stand. And that's a message to the universe. See, like the saying no, when you say no, you can repeatedly say no, no, no. You're telling the universe it's not good enough. Come back. Yes. Come back. back. But I'm also not wishy-washy. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. You're finite. I am. But I also think a lot before I say anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? I will sit in silence. There's a lot of power in silence Mm -hmm. and in observing. Because you learn a lot. And a lot of people think that they're above learning. Yeah. And, you know, there are know-it-alls and whatnot. I like to sit back and observe and listen mm-hmm. and learn. And then when it's time for me to cultivate my thought, my opinion, then I'll speak. So when I speak, 
I'm relatively certain about what I'm saying. Not to say that I can't be wrong and not to say that my mind can't be changed. All I'm saying is that I'm intentional and thoughtful when I share what's going on inside of me. Do you understand what I'm saying? So because of all of these things, I think I've just created a space where I believe that I deserve a certain life and I won't settle for less. And I don't need someone to give me that life. If that life isn't given to me, I will get it myself. I will go out and get it. You know, I will go out and get it. And that's the thing, you know, for instance, like a lot of people that don't know me that might just see something might think that, you know, you just like that. What? You just sit around. He just chose you and you're just a trophy. And you got handpicked. But that's, but that again, that's that pick me mentality, which <laughs> sickens me so much. You know <laughs> what I mean? As, as, because <laughs> she said, I picked him. <laughs> exactly. I picked him. And that's how I feel. People, not just women, you know, you have to tap into your own strength. Yes. You have to tap into your own strength and you really have to believe in yourself. And the reason that's kind of, it kind of gets back to what you were saying before, Mm -hmm. which is why I was so interested. And when Heather said what she said and making the connection with what you said, it's why don't a lot of women have that strength? It's because they haven't tapped into it. They haven't established their own value, their Mm -hmm. own worth. They might say it, but they don't freaking believe it inside. See, but also not to cut you off. But but to all, you came from that. You were taught that. You have, you had two strong parents that mm-hmm. did that for you. Mm-hmm. Not every woman has that. I know. Yeah. You know Society we. You know, and, and and as women, we have parents that love us. What you say? Society tells you the opposite. Society tells you hate yourself. At first, well, and find somebody to. That is like, so strong, Heather. Yeah. You better find, find somebody, somebody to love you. Yes. Hold on, say it again. Ooh, hold society, on, say it again. Society teaches women, particularly women of color, hate mm. yourself. Hate yourself. And if you don't want to hate yourself, you better find somebody to validate you. So if you... Ooh, I, 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 honest to God, have goosebumps. If you don't have the constant pouring of parents into you, well, that's what I asked you. Do you feel that? And you said, yeah. If you don't have, and you have two and, and grandparents and friends, mm-hmm. if you don't have that, then you're all you have is society to tell you who you are, what you are. And it is by design to tell you that you ain't you're shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you slightly become shit, it's because somebody else said so. That's mm-hmm. freaking brilliant. That is. Mm-hmm. That is brilliant. Um, so when we really quick, when we talk about the happiness and the confidence that I have, I have never been this heavy in my life. I have never been this single in my life. I, I live in an apartment that I used to love that now is, I have construction all day and there's crackheads. <laughs> they, they, like, things that stress me out. And I, but I'm still so happy, so comfortable, so confident, still dating who men that I feel like are great. Like, you know, when I want to, it's because I got closer to source, to God. Mm. To the universe, Indeed. whatever you want to call it. Yep. I am not religious. You will nope. see me. Relationship. It's a relationship. That I found myself like literally saying, I love you, heaven. You know what I mean? And I found myself being so constantly and consistently grateful 
thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God, for the dumbest and most minute of things that the blessings just kept coming. Mm. And the number one blessing was just being okay with Heather. Yo, that right there. I like literally, if my car and my apartment and my clothes and my job and everything went away, it's just like, I've been given the gifts that got me there. And being sick too, when you're, when you lose your physical health to a degree, you kind of humble your ass real quick, but it was getting closer to source and whatever you call God. I didn't need church or pastor or none of those things. It's just being okay with yourself. And I really hope that all women and girls and men too, because that it's a partnership there mm-hmm. and everybody just becomes okay with themselves and we'll stop hurting each other so much. That's a powerful message. Mm-hmm. So, That's a very powerful message. Very powerful message. <laughs> yeah. I know it's just the part, you know, where you said that society teaches to hate, teaches us to hate ourselves. Who else said that? Was it Kanye? Yes. And it's, it's, it's the standards of everything. The standards of beauty, the standard standards of expectations of women, and the list goes on and on and on. And that's what it was for me. That like literally made me feel something. So you know, when you said that, I I do that with my son. Yeah. Even like when I pick him up from daycare, you know, I do affirmations. Yeah. You are strong. You mm. are black. You are handsome. Mm. You have to. Yeah. I never got that. Right. I don't, I have good parents. I don't, I I never had the, the, the mother who told me, don't settle for less. Don't allow yourself to be disrespected. Don't tolerate somebody to talk down on you. He is not good enough for you. I never got that. My mother is a lovely woman, a good, self-sufficient, single, headstrong. She did for two kids. She didn't do everything. And and most people can't. She didn't know. Most people can't do everything. So... That she knew how to mm-hmm. do right. mm-hmm. and her mother probably did to her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, and I don't and I don't I don't exactly. I don't fault her. Of course. I not. am not mad at her. No. But I had I have had to learn through friendships, through conversations. Because if there's anybody I talk to and complain to the most is this person here. <laughs> and there's times that I'm like, I need to give her a break. <laughs> she was like, I have six, nine, seven. <laughs> but, you know, I am a different woman today. You are. Yeah. 180. You are. 180. You're soft. <laughs> you got 180 more to go. <laughs> so more conversation. So yeah. And because I am, I am a mother, and, and 
I don't mean to make this up. You're not making it. You're not making it. I mean, I need to teach my son how to treat women. Yes. And I never wanted kids. She wasn't lying. Me having children. <laughs> we know. She couldn't understand. And now that I am a mother, and my son is only two years old, and I talk to him, oh, he hears a mama, mama. It's, it's, but I need him to know because it will be a continuous thing until he can repeat it and he can put it into action. I need you to know that you are a strong man. You will be financially well off. You will be the president of the United States. You will be great. You will treat women with respect. If you don't want to be with this girl, you are going to tell her. Yes. You are going to break up with her. You will not cheat. You will not cheat on her. You will not make her feel less than. Make her fault. Right? Because it's not her fault that you're not happy. You just found somebody else. Yeah. It was your circumstance. I example. Right. And by you saying, setting boundaries for yourself, and he understands, okay, this is how the right one is. Mm -hmm. and, and we learn that with our mothers. But, our but you know what's also important? Because we all aren't going to have perfect parents. Nobody does. Mm -hmm. Nobody does. That's why it's so important to have a sense of community. Yeah in conversation and in sharing our experiences because the world is so private, you know? So many things are so taboo. People always are so concerned with what they portray. You want to portray mm -hmm. a certain thing. Mm -hmm. But not only is it that a detriment to you, but it's a detriment to people around you that you love that can benefit mm -hmm. from the knowledge of the things that you've gone through. There's a sense of community in opening yourself up to others because they can truly learn from you. And what you didn't get potentially from your mother, mm -hmm. you can get from a friend, mm -hmm. you can get from a book, you can get from something that you've watched on TV. We're constantly learning mm -hmm. and constantly mm -hmm. evolving. And that's why it's so important for people to share. That's why it's important for us to have a pajama night. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why it's important for Rashawn and I to do the podcast. That's why it's important for Rashawn and I to do a book and for everybody else that writes books or shares in whatever realm it is that they share. In. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's and important to be open. Normalizing, right? Yeah. So in every, yeah. I think become normal when you share that story. Right. And there's everyone else is like, oh, me too, me too, me too. Then you find it. The norm is more that. That's actually yeah. the, so norm. Yeah. Yeah. the norm. The norm you're like, oh, yeah. okay, then we can all oh, really? heal. Yeah. Really, and stop mm -hmm. perpetuating that forward. Mm -hmm. You know, because the truth is, we're all reacting from our own fear. Mm -hmm. So we treat each other like, okay, well, I'm going to play games because he's about to play games, and I'm not going to call because he's not going to call. And I'm going to act like I, I'm not going to text fast, even though my phone is right, right here. Right here, my hand. You know, because we're all yeah. perpetuating, moving from our fears of, not being mm -hmm. accepted, not being validated, not being normal, 
you know, it's like, weirdo, why are you texting me right back? You know? No. Right. You but thirsty. Sometimes, but sometimes you got to play those games. Because. Oh, let's talk about that. Because Gia's all about. Oh, Gia, listen, one thing we're going to say if y'all don't know, Gia is with the shit. Okay? <laughs> and I'm going to say that in a way where Ingrid, you. Oh, I, I know. Listen, listen Gia, one thing I'm going to say is. If you tell Gia a story, she wants to know the whole story. After he paused, after he paused, how many breaths did he take? And he said, what? Wait, you stop? Every detail, but one thing she's going to do is do what most women are afraid to do. And I'll just speak for myself where you just be like, well, Gia, you know, no, bitch, you shouldn't go on this trip. Mm-hmm. Or you shouldn't do that. Well, uh, why not? But I want to. I want to. <laughs> well, it's going to show something else. Do you want it to relay this message or this message? Mm-hmm. Well, of course I want it to relay this message, but... Right. And the trip sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or, or is that what you want for your future? Is that what you're looking for? Are these the things that you want? No. Hey. Everything's a no but. Yeah. Right? And the same thing away from you. You know what I'm saying? But she has a way of just making you take a step back and be like... Big picture. Yeah, big picture. Not only big picture, but like... Let me rewrite. You deserve more. Let me rewrite my thought process. Right. Yeah. You know, because even a conversation that she and I had, I think it was probably even... It was after that podcast, right? And... I had gone through something and I was on the phone crying and I just felt so insignificant, you know, and because I think I've been needing somebody to validate me because I didn't love myself enough. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of myself enough, you know, and she, she had to tell me you need to stop and she was yelling at me. She was yelling at me. Yeah. Like, Never. She was like, you need to stop. And she was getting angry at the fact that I was crying. Why are you crying? This is this is not your fault. You didn't do nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, because in my head, every action that he did, it was because of a reaction that he was doing because something I probably ended up doing. Mm-hmm. It was making the excuses. The blaming myself. And you right. and so, we try. So, 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 like, well, so now, so, so now I, I, and I, I'm a work in progress. Yeah. Not only do I do couples therapy, awesome. I do therapy just for myself. And that's the most important. Because there's there's times that I have thoughts and I want to talk about stuff that it don't need to be discussed mm-hmm. in front of my significant other because that's for me. Yeah, that's, that's for my growth. Mm-hmm. You know, that's for that's for me and my son because I grow, I do better for him. Yeah. Jason's already made. I can't change him. I can only make us better by communication and trying to figure out how to do things that are gonna benefit each other and the children. Yeah. You know? And that's key. 
That's 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 key. That's what I was about to get to. Because <laughs> so, wait, he is big on like well, so yeah, texting. Yeah. Because it's more so for us. <laughs> because she she's not with the games that these men play. And she knows that these games get us to feeling a way where, like mm-hmm. you just said, it's our fault. Well, Gia, he probably just didn't call because of X, Y, and Z. Or, like, no, well, that. she's like, well, two weeks, though? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she, like, yeah, she makes like, you, you know, feel like, but the biggest thing is she makes you tap into, you. you're teaching someone how to treat you. Mm-hmm. Right. So... They want to play this game. You're going to play this game back. But I don't want to play the game. I just right. want to be married and have kids and stuff. But he is like, no. So she, why are you texting she, back you right away? Why, why, do you, why do you text back right away if he, if he disappears for two weeks? Why are you jumping when he says, let's go do something? And your schedule's busy. But when his schedule's busy. Because and he, you think he's more important than you. Okay, well, I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't want to go to there. Work. I didn't want to go there, but. They're ready for that. And she was trying to help you get there without saying that. It's just the idea that. And I despise the idea that so many will, women are willing to take whatever it is that they can get. Mm-hmm. What's that called now? What is breadcrumbs? Breadcrumbs. Yes. Breadcrumbing. You just with the birds and they're just feeding whatever, whatever he flung on the floor. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm hoping like, I'm like, it's the bigger piece. And, and a lot of it would be like, me though. Well, yeah, it's piece. really <laughs> expensive and <Yeah>. exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was right. hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> exactly. The no, it's shit. a crumb. It's a crumb. long time since I was young, I've always tried to figure out why is it that in this world, what men are perceived to be more powerful than women? Why is it that the men do the choosing and the women are the chosen? You know, why is it that women are so often, not all, I'm just speaking about those situations. And if we haven't been that women ourselves, we've had many friends that have been those women, you know, why is it that we're always chomping at the bit of what a man is choosing to offer you? You know, it's such a powerless place to be in for women who are otherwise so powerful. So why is it that, what is it that is stopping women from tapping into their strength? And we can go on and on about the things that contribute to that. So for me, it's about breaking that mentality and not allowing those things to control us and to dictate to us. Huh? I was just going to say that. I said today is Women's Month. Oh, March 1st. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Look at that. See, I didn't even know that. But, and that, honest to God, it really bothers me. So when 
any of my friends are like sharing a story or from watching something, it boils my blood. And maybe I didn't even realize I was, <laughs> I was oh, yelling that day. Was yelling. But you know I, the day I'm talking about, right? Yes. Now I do. But it, it upset me because it was that self-deprecating. She yelled at me like she was my mother. <laughs> like it was never, it was never, you know, big sister. She was my mother. Well, she, she, well, she probably got to that point. And, and that, and because, because yeah, it's the constant that when I she had her been crying. She was just I like, just felt well, that you needed to understand and talking to yeah. you nicely and it wasn't working. Reasoning, reasoning wasn't working. Overstating the obvious wasn't, wasn't working. working. Making freaking sense just wasn't working. <laughs> wait, it just wait, wasn't wait, working. Wait. You know, we've been taught to really to take a backseat. We've been taught scarcity. And then there's not enough good men so that we have to compete with each other. Yeah. That we have to settle. That we have to um, fight to, to for affections of someone that is not worthy of us. Um, to because we need to get to this thing from this approval from this man, and you know it's a, a very patriarchal system. We've been taught that man is king, and you know that it's the mindset down up to and including religion will tell you that you know he this is a man and you're of his rib and created from that. Right. But you know you find that amusing. Christianity well? is not the oldest <laughs> religion, so you believe that it's another story to be told. Um, there were women kings. Not queens, kings. There were women emperors. You know, if you go back way, way, way back into history, there were women rulers of whole nations and countries. And you have to just, as Gia said, as women, we have to claim our power. We have to teach our daughters. You know, it's a beautiful thing to be loved. It's a beautiful thing to have partnership. It's a beautiful thing to have companionship. And no matter who that comes from, if, if it's a man or a woman or whatever your, whatever your preference is. But it can't be such that just because you're a woman, you immediately start lesser. And for us as women of color, everybody here is a woman of color. We have been told even more. There were black pharaoh, women pharaohs. Okay, from if you want to be technical... All of humanity started in Africa. So, and were run by Queen Nefertiti and, you know, Cleopatra. And we talk about things like this. So you don't have to play small. And, and it does, it will, it will come with some pain and some opposition. Did you say that you don't have to play small? You don't have to play small. You there's don't no, have no to play small. You don't have to play small. And it will come with some opposition and some struggle perhaps, but it's so worth it, you know? It, just to become happy and accepting of yourself. So, deep. so deep. with that happiness and respecting of yourself, I kind of want to talk about you. Me? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Ben's. Me? I want to talk about Will. <laughs> too much estrogen, too much crying. I am glad I didn't make it. But that's just part one of the ladies' night out. What do you call that? Is it ladies' night? Is it we all cry? Is it... I cry, you cry, <laughs> we cry. It was like a pajama. It was like a pajama jammy jam. Pajama jammy jam. Well, Girls' night. Call it what you want. No, that's part one of it. So next week you'll get to part two. And again, I won't be there. Woo-hoo. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. <laughs>